And we are back. Let's move on to Willow Pill, who I, my, definitely my kind of queen. Like she is the meme queen of season 14. I thought this entrance look was, I'm sorry for everyone who did, who's wrong about this. This was so good. Fantastic. And you know, she's in on the joke because it said angle, not angel. Like that to me, like angle, not angel. Like that to me is so clever it's so clever i don't know how people like took this as like a straight a straight look right like you see those flip-flop heels and immediately it's like oh this is like a reference this is a a, clearly a joke but like i didn't get why all those queens there and cornbread included who i would have thought would be more receptive to this were so shady so I think one of the reasons was because Willow seemed very nervous and without the yeah. confidence of being able to be like, oh, like this is obviously a bit. I think it came across as, wait, is this, is she serious? Um, I also got the sense that a lot of them didn't know who Willow was. Yeah. And I think that is, I think that makes it like a little different. I think it's different when like, you know, like, oh, she's, she's Bosco. You know, like that's what you're getting, you know? And I think with Willow, you don't they were like who is this bitch and I think that like that makes it tougher to understand inherently that this was a joke and she was super nervous she was definitely nervous but I will say her entrance line where am I was the easily the best one for me (laughs) that really made me laugh there is this um someone was asking the other day someone asked like what's the worst entrance line in all of Drag Race history um and I want to know what you think it is, Drew. Okay. Maybe this is a recency bias, but I thought Orion's was perfectly horrible. And maybe it we was... can talk about nonsense, complete nonsense. But the one I always think about historically is Viola Chachki's. Because she it was a it was it was a reference to what's with that um there's there's like a like a sort of like club kid song from the um night i think the 80s or 90s that it's oh i don't know she fucked it up um oh if it, if it's a reference i'll give her some slide but like you got to actually get the reference then or it like just, say it right it just didn't it just did not work that's like a famously terrible one um one of my out of the box thoughts on one of the worst of all time is because she fucked it up halfway through um is Mimi I'm first in all-stars one when she walks in and goes life is like a paycheck a generous figure is always nice but like <laughs> she messes it up so she's like life is like 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 a paycheck a generous figure is always nice and then I don't think a lot of the other queens knew that Mimi was going to be there like no was- the, well they didn't know <laughs> as we saw it on tech they had no idea so Mimi, Mimi walks in fucks up her entrance line and everyone else is just like, is that Mimi and Burn? <laughs> that to me will always be like my like favorite bad entrance line. It's um, so I so I've actually never re-watched All Stars One. So like mm-hmm. it's just hard to I don't know. I do remember her saying that. I that season's just like so hard to watch in a lot of ways that like I just haven't 
my, my revisited. Obviously, the best of all time is Dieter Ritz coming in in that wig, going bonjour. <laughs> That's sheer perfection. I every time that pops up on my timeline, I laugh, laugh, laugh. Like, oh my god. Also, that's the same season where Milan comes in, like, and just go, hey, there's a new girl in town. Let's get to business. <laughs> Doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> no, I love that, though, too. Like, like, you either have to go, like, intentionally horrible with it and, like, high energy or, like, actually write, like, a real joke, you know? Like, you can't, like, half-ass it. No, and it has to be like I think where am I is so good. It's like Pearl. Perfect. Pearl was like when she was like so like so, that's perfect. 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 Complete perfection. Um, I thought Willow had a great episode though in total. Right. Like the Enya routine was very it, like adult swim funny in a way that I unfortunately like my lizard brain finds that so funny. So one of the other reasons I'm such a big Bosco fan is because when you looked at the Queens, Bosco was losing her shit. Losing her shit. At Willow's performance. And I don't think the other Queens quite got it as much until Rue was like, it was amazing. It was amazing. Like, but the thing about like so good. Puerto Rico does not have a huge like alt queen scene. I like LA, it's pretty there is a huge alt queen scene, but it's like pretty niche. Like you have to go to like East LA um, or like wherever like the Boule brothers are like hosting their shows really to find something that's not like WeHo dancey queen, right, I think exactly. in all ways. Um, and I don't want to be reductive when I say, but th- th- that's just kind of like the vibe I've I've gotten. Oh, yeah, you're right. So it was- like it is it's definitely weird to see that. Like, we've never seen anything like that on Drag Race before. It was, fa- she looked great. She looked yeah. great. It was told a story. I think the story was easy enough to understand. If you got it, you got it. If you don't, you don't. You know. Um, and like, Rue was, was, oh no, go on. Rue was losing her shit. No, I, yeah. um, I'm so happy Rue got it. I was so, I was like, Rue's well, not Like, she mentioned that she got her start doing stuff like that and dragon it's true like you can go on youtube I, everyone needs to go on youtube pause this episode and go watch pickle surprise which is this classic short that rue did with a few other drag queens whose names are unfortunately escaping me right now that's this like satirical commercial infomercial kind of thing and it is so funny and you you watch that and you watch Willow and it's like, oh, Willow is in working in this vein very clearly. So it, like, I'm glad that Rue liked it. It was that like John, it was like, it was the, that type of humor that you don't, that was, it's a little old school drag, but yeah. um, I, but like in a, in a performance I thought was just so smart from beginning to end. I'm so, I'm, I'm so excited for Willow. This is very, so very excited. excited Her runway look was like, good but not great but I think I think she's definitely going to go pretty far especially with the Evie Oddly connection too like I think that's they love they love seeing that so I think it was a lot of a color blocking thing was most of my issue with her runway but like other than like the actual like silhouette and concept I really I I thought was I thought was great yeah very excited for her also very excited for Carrie Colby who I think is like one of the most beautiful queens we've ever seen on the show I'm I I'm sexually attracted to Carrie yeah. Colby in ways that like I have very like have never felt about a woman before. Like Carrie is so hot. So hot. Like the entrance look, I thought the outfit was like 
it was a great message and like that the colors of the trans flag like not to reduce it to looks but like those are very pleasing colors together like she looked great I just I don't like a one sleeve thing usually I I thought like the look was not my favorite and it did not matter like yeah. I, I like I, I thought the the it wasn't the colors for me that that bothered me it was kind of what she was doing with the lower part of the of the dress um oh yeah but I didn't matter like I Carrie Colby could walk out there with like a pavilions like, uh, <laughs> like plastic bag on on herself the Lala rebag dress and I'd be like, yay she did it she's great she is the Lala like she is also good for Lala Ree for doing commercials during drag wait race. really I didn't see it but I'm not I'm watching on iTunes so I didn't see it we because uh one of my friends bought Hulu Live so now yeah. we that's how we're watching it and she was doing like I think an Olay commercial oh good uh, for her I was so excited uh, so America's gonna get the mainstream La La Re experience I, thank god more the La La Re thank god um so I I thought Carrie um I was really impressed with her talent and here's why um it was really it's a difficult thing to do oh yeah a lot of these girls did weren't necessarily like talent talents I mean they were talents but like I think she did like this is something that you're not gonna see in a typical drag show yeah I, I wish she'd started it a little earlier I agree with that um I do I wish that she had done like a few more like tri- I, I say this as someone who can't jump rope yeah um sure but I thought it was like very I thought it was very impressive yeah um, I think if she hadn't messed up a little bit and like kind of lost some energy at the end she would have been probably in the top over Bosco the, and this is such a weird thing but I think that because the the actual jump rope is really hard to see on, with on television, like the actual like rope of it. Yeah, I think she should have done. I think those either should have been like, like have lights on them or something to make it easier to see. Or yeah, not been. It was a white jump rope too. Like that's hard to see against like those backlights on the stage. Like if it were in another color, even like it would have been a um, little bit more. White looks yeah. good in a club, and that's clearly something she's done like at a bar show before. Right, but like yeah, I don't. I I'm excited for her I didn't like her runway that much either now that I'm thinking about like the fur was a pretty garment but it didn't go with anything else she was wearing I loved the fur and I loved the the um the the um the k-dress the the, the oh the lions yeah k-dress I I also was watching this with a friend who was like who was like are those three k's and then I was like no and then when Lizzo said thank god you had more than three k's on your dress I was like yeah (laughs) Lizzo once again putting in like an all-star judge performance like all was good she's been on twice now I think and she's been great both times um but I'm really excited about Carrie Colby this season I think she's one to watch she's definitely one to watch and also like give it up for um for Gia Gunn for opening doors (laughs) so that her dream and sisters can make it on runway. Oh God! Make sure to cut this out because I don't need the the DMs. Um, Gigan is one of the stupidest people that's ever been. Just an adult, a real and adult. I, I, and I, there have been people on Drag Race who have done stupid things. Robbie Turner did a stupid thing, G, like a very stupid thing. There, there, and Gia Gunn is just stupid, and she also has 
intention of ever learning or being better. No, not, not, she does not have the learner's drive. And that's been abundantly clear over, the, especially the past two years with all that COVID stuff too. So um, it's uh, one time, not good. When, when I was at Halloween this past year, um, I was trying to get up to, I don't know if you've ever been, been there. Mm-mm. It's like this, like, it's just like Halloween circuit party, which isn't like necessarily my vibe. Um, but it, I, it's like fun to go to every once in a while. Um, anyways, we're trying to get upstairs. Gia Gunn is dressed as sexy Luigi. There's like she's with someone who's dressed as sexy Mario. Okay. Gia is taking up entire stairwell to do a photo shoot of her. Like just like being sexy and posing. And there's a line of like 30 faggots, like me included behind her, most of them rolling or just like on just like a cocktail of drugs. And Gia is fully stopping them, does not care at all. Just is living her best life. Um, yeah. She is, she's, she's special. A special one for sure. And a trailblazer. And a trailblazer. Um, <laughs> um, next up we have June Jambalaya, who, um, not ready for prime time. No, I, I, I think June and, um, June to me seems really sweet. Um, June does not seem like she has the nerve I think not to like use like the words from the show I know you must you must (laughs) I I, I'm watching um I'm watching the episodes with my boyfriend who has never seen Drag Race before is he thinks RuPaul is the funniest person he's ever seen that's not true okay well I think uh, Ru is so funny though but like he'd like when yeah. he first heard like what charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent was, like he truly lost his mind. And I was like, Yeah, like it's it's yeah, a funny acronym. I do too. I still lose it. Um, but no, she does not have N, the 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 nerve. I'll give this to Rue. Having the CNTs and all that's missing is you was just so up. funny. That Genius. Was so good. Genius. Um, June seems like she's really sweet. I kind of wish June had waited a, another year or two to get her own self-confidence together to apply. Yeah. Because I'm surprised that, like, I think she's been doing drag for over five years from something I read. And I was like, okay, that, sure, that makes sense. But, like, she definitely is not, like, it's a little less seasoned than you would necessarily expect for someone who's been doing drag that long. Like, Cornbread's only been doing drag apparently since 2018. I think which is also, crazy to me that's crazy, insane yeah there's also a little bit of a taste thing here um this is going to be a wild kind of um comp so please excuse me um um like i kind of it's kind of she kind of reminds me a little bit of callie kardashian williams someone's name who you did not expect to hear today mm-hmm. um in terms <laughs> of i think one the lack of confidence to maybe like a taste level it isn't quite as there as some of those other queens because that entrance look was um it didn't fit and yeah. it just didn't, it did not look good. Um, even I think some of the choices that she made in that runway, which was significantly better than what she had when what she had done. It was. Not- I don't like brown. That this is this was the other big brown comment I had. Like they, it just was not a nice shade. It was not like stoned enough. And like Michelle was who was on fire this episode with her observations, like you have to match the undergarments to what you're wearing in every scenario. Like it's, it is the details that matter. Like. It is. And I, 
I also think one of my favorite things about this show is um, Untucked is a study of what people hear versus yeah. what they internalized. Like Michelle was giving a lot of other critiques that were true besides the thing about her, her, um, her, uh, her like shapewear support her armor or whatever it was. That's yeah. really all she heard. And that's all she was talking about. And she was like, I would be in the top if it were, if I had worn, she like, I wouldn't be in the bottom if I didn't wear, like if I had worn different, um, you know, like undergarments. And I don't think that it's consistently on untucked. I find it fascinating when queens are told something on the runway, but only selectively hear certain things that oftentimes I think speaks to when people get constructive criticism, like yeah. what they actually hear. Um, like there's almost like this weird, like I have this like very like weird, like almost like, psycho like psychology adjacent, like, like thing with untucked, but what do you actually hear? And oftentimes what people say they were critiqued on isn't actually what they were critiqued on or wasn't the actual thing that landed them in the bottom. And I find that fascinating. June sort of did that here. Yeah. Um, that being said, she seems aggressively sweet. And like- No, she's so sweet and she was making me laugh a lot. Yes. Seems like someone I like want to become, want to be really good yeah. friends with. I just don't know if like she necessarily has the the- has it to go on but maybe yeah. prove me wrong prove me wrong i i think you i was quibbling a little bit with her being in the bottom over Alyssa, but i could truly oh. just have seen that going either way like, i think i think Alyssa should have been the bottom because that was yeah not a it was that not was- it was not it was not a talent like and say june's drag like as sometimes messy as it is, is very consistent. Like she, she's very consistent in her branding, even in the talent show. Like you right. knew exactly, you know who yeah. that queen is. And Alyssa yeah. was a way more all over the place in a I, way that Orion was too, um, who is up next here. And that was weird. Orion is someone who I, on paper, I should like. Yeah. Um, Cause I think like the fembot aesthetic is really fun um like it, i like you compare that to like what um crystal method did in like season 12 with like a similar character but that was a lot funnier yeah um, it just was not very well thought out um, no it wasn't like i didn't know that much about her before this season and i kind of wonder if she's more of like an instagram bedroom queen almost than an actual like bar performer because yeah. she definitely has the the looks were the looks were very impactful if not super well thought out and she clearly can paint and like do the visuals of drags pretty well sure but like the personality was not there at all well this and this was like something else that like i i will give her credit at least there was a concept you know, like, and I, I, I think that I got what she was trying to do. And I think there is a world in which Orion, like, I really enjoy the, like, I was primed to like Orion. Um, and I think there is talent there. I just don't, it was definitely not her episode. Definitely not. Definitely um, not her episode. Um, and she, I mean, yeah, the, the, she got bodied in the lip sync, like June, yeah, June, no, eight or alive. 
Not that me. was one of the sadder wig reveals I've ever seen. Like, if, okay, if you're going to have a wig under a wig, which is truly, like, Drag Race 101 at this point, right? you gotta make that wig look nice. Like, that was so dry. The last time, okay, there's been so many things on the show that have been done now, and that were such big, like, Roxy pulling out the wig and having another wig was, like, a revelation. A moment. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, when Carmen Ferrala like in the mm-hmm. Drag Race Fame finale, pulled off her wig, and then it was a wet wig to make it look like she was in the rain crying. That to me is like, that is, that's what you have to do when it comes to a reveal. That now. is what you have to do. And, and I love the- Carmen Frost so much. Like I would on it, like Rue, if you're looking for a replacement, like Carmen is your girl. Carmen, like- Carmen, Carmen is to me, like epitome of a drag queen like everything yeah I want, her, I want her to learn english so she can be on international all-stars yes, she yeah. she must be because we're, we're gonna talk, i want to talk to you about that once like after we're done with yeah situation. we'll definitely just if you guys have not seen drag race espana please fix that because it was i think maybe the best season that aired last year i that in uk too yeah i agree it also, um, the other reason, if you like are like, I don't want to watch things in subtitles, which like, you're stupid. Stupid. Um, they have, their makeover episode brings the hottest men from this rugby team in like, Madri- gay rugby team in Madrid. Yeah. And they are so fucking hot. These guys that they have to, and it is, oh, I'm, it is alarming how sexy they are. Yeah. Um, and it just, I would watch. It you just, time. you just gotta do it. Like, Bite the bullet and do it. It's canon. It's canon. It's canon. All right. So let's move on to the second half of the premiere here um, with Georges, who I loved. Absolutely loved. Love Georges. Um, love that little like back arch that she did. So <laughs> funny. Oh, we didn't. Yeah. Like the photo that shoots was- were kind of whatever this episode, but like her TikTok arch was so funny. So funny. Um, I love georges i think georges is great georges is um like seems like she has the personality the talent um do i think that like lip syncing into a song is the most original drag queen talent i've ever seen no but like if you're like if you have that big of a stage to dance on like you got to use all of it and she definitely did like i thought i thought it was a good talent show performance um And her looks are so polished too she's five two i believe and it's really hard to look proportionally good in drag queen clothing, like a lot of fabric, a lot of like weird lengths and proportions and make it look good. And she's mastered how to do that. She knows exactly what her body's like it, yeah. or whoever's making those clothes for her. I don't know if she can sew, but knows exactly like how to proportion her body. She looked great. Seems like she's a, seems like she has a great personality and is just like, re- and is, I, I think she's going to do really well. I, I would have- I mean, yeah, she out of all the people, I, I don't think she's gonna win. And but like out of all the people on there, I was like, oh, you are a future all star for sure, for sure, for sure. I I I I need to see where the humor, what the humor level with Georges is because yeah, think she could get tripped up later in the season. Um, and she could surprise me. Certainly, did I? I did not expect you know um uh, Aquaria to win Snatch Game for the for example. Um, but I uh. I think I think Georges has it. I think what like that it factor of like just being really. I, I every time she's on screen, my eyes go to Georges. Yeah, 
Um, I'm really excited to see what she does. Her paint is the best. I think. Oh, so good. oh my God. And, so yeah. good. Oh my so God. Good. So good. So good. Okay. Next up, another dancing queen, Jasmine Kennedy from so, New York City. I've been watching a lot of the, um, like the promo stuff for this season of Drag Race and they did these Drag Race superlatives and every single queen. So they, for the first question was who's the diva of the season? And like the first two or three queens were like, oh, oh, oh. And then everyone's like, Jasmine Kennedy, Jasmine Kennedy, Jasmine Kennedy, Jasmine Kennedy. And then they asked, Whoa. and they asked who the villain of the season was. Every single person said Jasmine Kennedy. And then they got to Jasmine and Jasmine started cracking up and goes, I guess you have to see. <laughs> so I am like, I am, and like all these girls were like, Deja Sky loses her shit when they ask her the question. She goes, she's my best friend. I love her. It's the villain of the season is Jasmine Kennedy. And then Maddie Morphosis, like, like legs open, just like growing out. It's like, yeah, the villain of the season is definitely Jasmine Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. So it was so funny. I, just, I, I, I wouldn't have expected I that. I, I wouldn't have, like her personality did not jump out this episode a ton. She seems like the type of person that if she has a problem with you, she's going to say it. Yeah. Um, and her personality, I agree with you. Her person, I, I thought her boobs looked amazing. Oh, person. yeah. No, the look is so good. I watched um, the documentary that Rue and Michelle were referencing in the episode The Queen last year. And Jasmine is doing this excellent elevated version of like late 60s New York drag that like, no offense, Jackie, Jackie Cox wishes she were doing. Um, and it it's it's sumptuous to look at. Like every one of her costumes this episode was like just so gorgeous. Don't put this on the pod because I don't like Jackie Cox is someone who they're going to put on All Stars. And like, I have absolutely no interest in seeing her again. Like, yeah, I, I, I could, I don't need it. I, I, I agree with you. I don't need it. I've, I'll, I believe I've also been on record as saying that about <laughs> Olivia Lux too. Like, what is it about like the New York fifth place girls that I'm just like, like okay. Like, okay. Like, fine. Yeah. We're all good here. But also the thing about Jazz that I thought was really like just her level of talent a lot of girls when they wear breastplates like that, the breastplates still have like a plastic look to them. But I thought she did a really like this is just small details, but she did a really good yeah. job of of like powdering it to make it look like a yeah. It skin. it definitely had the same sheen as her actual skin. Like you knew obviously that they were silicone, but like they right. looked. V- she's really good at dress. Great to say she's really she is a fierce drag queen and a performer. Um, and she clear she was great. I I really thought she if she had shown more personality this episode, she could have won. I thought we're gonna get a villain now. We're gonna. I'm I, excited I, for that. I had no idea about that. I like um, I like watch it, and I was just like I was like whoa, like what did she? And it was interesting how many girls were like. She's the best. And then June Jump, they cut to June Jambalaya about like who's the villain. And she goes, Jasmine Kennedy. <laughs> it's just like, what did she do? What did she do? <laughs> what did she do? Oh my God. They <laughs> I bet Ellie, I don't know how they're gonna top last season unless they actually bring back Tamisha Amon just for one untucked only <laughs> to like have like t- Tamisha Amon's Thunderdome. That whole episode from beginning to end to Untucked is 10 out of 10. That yeah. ball episode, 10 out of 10. Lala Reed's look, Utica's look, 
the fight in the untucked. So Don't good. And we're on. getting a ball next episode now too, which I'm so excited for. I love um, balls. I love balls with multiple queens. Um, yeah, like me too. That's the single biggest late season drag race innovation to me, just because like saving the balls for like five queens is not, I, it's cool to just see like what everyone brought and like their sewing skills. Like I, that's always been my favorite part of drag race right. anyway. So, um, okay, let's move on to Diabetti, who was like, I hate comparing queens in the same family to each other. Like, but she really did feel like a very watered down version of Crystal Method. Not the uncut, the cut version of Crystal Method. Not good. I I feel bad for Daya because I don't think she understood the assignment. Um, yeah. Like when Rue was like, well, what is lip syncing to pink gonna say about you? I don't think, I think that was the first time that she had realized. Thought about it like that. Thought about that's not maybe the best idea. Um, and I wonder why no one maybe had told her that before she had, because I'm sure she had, she had to talk to someone about her ideas before. Yeah. You would hope that a friend would have pushed back a little bit on that. Um, because and, the actual lip sync itself was perfectly fine. Um, the like if you saw that at like flaming or whatever, you would tip. I if I saw if I saw flaming saddles, RIP. I give her a dollar. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot to close. Um, yeah, no, I like the the tricks were cute. Like the look was like fine. Like it's a pink song. Like that's kind of what you know. You did a pink look. It's not even you really. Like um, so, I was at a watch party for this, and um, Drew and I have a friend who hates pink. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! No, we need name name his ass, Michael Eichner, who I got a text from him at like twelve thirty a.m. Central Time that just said I hate pink on it. I so first of all, I love Alicia Beth Moore. Love like pink bonds sure. me. Um, Michael, Michael, Michael Eichner has like a long-standing hatred of pink. He gets up to go get another drink turns to me with zero context after this is over and just goes, why the fuck would you do a pink lip sync? And just walks away. Say that, say that. Um, you know, I, I I don't necessarily agree with him, but like I applaud his consistency. Me too, I, I, I don't agree, but I applaud the consistency. Girl, I, know. yeah, I don't, I didn't like any of the looks this episode what for her either. What was her entrance look? Uh, that was like, it? yellow ruffly oh it was thing. fine oh yeah yeah it was it was fine i tom and lorenzo who do very good recaps of drag race pointed out that saying that your references are like late 80s punk rock like 90s grunge rock and then walking in with like this like weird dynasty like ruffle shoulder big collar thing is like that's not doing what you're saying it's doing I also thought that her runway looked like it was made out of curtains. Yeah. Um, like if you told me that like the pattern looked very much like I'm in my aunt's home. No, no offense, Aunt Lori. Um, if you're listening to Christ. <laughs> um, and it felt like I was in my aunt's home. And that was the like it was like it was a untraditional fabric like ball. And she yeah. was, so she sewed a bunch of like curtains together to make that. Yeah. 
like stuff you bring from home should not be falling apart the minute you wear it. Right. And the wig was all wrong. Like that blue didn't go with it at all. Like not good. Um, I definitely think she deserved to go home for just out of this showing. Um, that was a bad lip sync too. That was a bad. Hers was bad. De- well, we'll get to Deja, but Deja eight. Eight. No crumbs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Next up, Lady Camden, who I am neither here nor there about. Lady Camden was someone when I saw her promos, I was like, okay. Like yeah. very much like, um, like whatever. Um, I, I, I do like that I'm the sixth Spice Girl aesthetic because that does speak to like yeah. my, like my pop, my pop girl like of those like girl group era um, loves. Um, so I did appreciate that, and I also um, am just someone who. I I don't like I I I've worn heels once in my life. Um, and I've never done ballet before. Um, so I, it was impressive. It, cause it, it kind of was like, to me, it was a little bit like um, taking like drag, like what we do like in a bar, like dancing in a bar and mixing it with those very ballet like moves. It seems cool. Yeah. It seemed good. That's what I have. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Like, I think it was the same as Bosco for me, yeah. like in, in terms of the talent show, like very stately talent that actually takes a lot of skill to do and is impressive to look at. It's just not the most exciting thing to watch. Her aesthetic is I, is good though. Like I Raver Queen is not some something we've had really in a while. I also, I also think her um like her the transformation from her um like out of drag face to her drag face like in terms of her paint is just very very impressive um it just she like can really like transform herself into a completely different looking person um in a way that i think is is good that is that's that's and i i thought the feather thing was cute um I could have done without the earmuffs, weirdly. I like was like getting caught up on that. Yeah, because they weren't meeting her head quite right. It and I'm looking, I'm actually I just pulled it up right now. Yeah. It almost it's like feels like one of those things like take off one thing and it yeah. would have been good. And I also didn't really get what it had to do with the bird of paradise, the earmuffs, but it was it was good. I was um she yeah. I don't see her going extremely far, but she yeah, no, she she has a cool point of view. Like, I think it, there are a lot more personalities in the cast this season than like those the Meet the Queens would would have had us believe because those were so low energy. But she's one of the ones that who's been consistently kind of low energy throughout for me. For for me, Lady Camden and June like have been the ones that have seemed like they they're a little like more demure and yeah. quieter. Um, and so I don't know if that does, if that translates to like their early outs and they weren't happy with like how they did. So like, that's why they weren't like very like loud during their meet the Queens or if they're just like, that's just who they are. And I don't yeah. know if that speaks well for their longevity on the show, but certainly like I thought she did a good job. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay, who's up next? Um, oh, Deja Sky, Fresno Queen. <laughs> My apologies. I, um, I did shocking to learn that Fresno has like enough of a queer scene to actually necessitate 
a drag queen to serve serve the community someone said this um when we were watching they were like why does every look she's wearing worse until the very end and it was her entrance oh. look not good not and- well I like the idea I didn't quite get the actual outfit the cheerleader look was not good no um, no no no, no. But that that um that uh that runway was great I thought she looked fabulous and we've never seen anything that looks quite like that either like I loved the headpiece like the fabrics together were so pretty um you know what it reminds me of um Naomi Smalls did something sort of similar in All Stars 4 um near mm -hmm. the very very end oh Um, yeah that her purple purple thing yeah yeah it's it's a pretty shape Deja, Deja's runways was flawless. I love Deja's personality. I think Deja like just uh, popped to me on screen and seems like she'll do well this season. Yeah. Um, like, or like, and I think she'll be a fan favorite Um, just because she seems like she has that energy no matter how well she does. Um, I think with her talent, what I thought she was going to do was that she's really stupidly at first and then halfway through well she's like all right let's put it all together and then does some like really really cool dance routine like yeah. that to me would have been like a nice marriage between the comedy quote quotes and like talent um instead it 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 was it was a little um weird yeah it was weird it was weird definitely definitely odd not high energy enough like I, I I couldn't really understand why she did it in the same way that why Orion did what she did like yeah. a comedy sketch is hard to do like with a build-up in one minute because they apparently the, it was those performances weren't edited they only had one minute to do their stuff so like it yeah I don't know it it didn't read super well I agree with you that that she's definitely going to be like a fan favorite one to watch like um and she's really good with the other queens yeah too like she's good in the workroom like I can see her being sort of the narrator so I'm glad and, and her lip sync was so good too like it's great ballads are very hard to to lip sync to and make look entertaining and she really brought it there's well. only a few, there's only a few times in the show I think it's it's been done well. Um, and yeah, she did, she did a good job. Yeah, and it, it was also high energy, but not frantic. In a way, like I re- I always think like the worst thing you can do during a ballad is like, be, Kenya Michaels and like I ballet, like ballet, little Kenya Michaels, little Kenya that, like, Michaels, like pure wedding. <laughs> Like, Kenya oh. Michaels basically, like, do, giving you Cirque du Soleil while, like, Pregnatrice is that lip sync, right? Yeah, like- it's that lip sync, which Latrice <laughs> still probably the best ballad that's ever been done on the show and the worst at the same time. Yeah. So, as long like, but she, the dance was good, the hip hop's like, I, I liked it all. Yeah, me too. Oh, God. Um, Manny Morphous is up next. So, without, without getting into the, the discourse, about our first uh, cisgender heterosexual queen on RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, what did you think about Miss Morphosis? <laughs> Miss Morphosis. Looked like a, a damn farmer for half the episode. I, 
I thought Maddie, um, what, what's actually a little frustrating to me about Maddie was that I have really, really enjoyed all of the promo I've seen of Maddie and the Maddie's presence on social media. Maddie seemed like she's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Maddie came in petrified and it really showed. I think she was extremely anxious the entire time. Um, I don't think Rue outing, <laughs> Rue doing the first straight outing uh, in history, I don't necessarily know, helped. Um, yeah. That was wild. Wild to watch. And she <laughs> looked crushed too. I was like, how did you not know that this was going to come up? She she looked defeated in that moment. Like, yeah. absolutely defeated. Um, I let me, let, me, let me give some props to Maddie before I get into what I didn't like. Um, Thought the runway was great. Um, and she did a TikTok that showed yeah. how it, how she did it. Um, and she was basically duck walking the whole time, um, which is kind of neat and yeah. really difficult. Um, I think the dress could have been longer because I, I understand why she had to be in flats um, yeah. to make the illusion work. But I think the dress could have been longer to hide that. Um, I, I yeah the dress itself looked a little crafty to me but the idea was so cool and like I liked that she like glittered the blood like the neck blood and I, I've seen this concept before this is not like an original idea yeah. but I thought he executed it really really well yeah. I like um, the Guy Fieri look too honestly I liked the Guy Fieri I thought it's yeah. fun I thought it was a fun, it's fun. like it's a it's a fun I think it that's and an area where like the discourse sort of tainted it a little bit because like oh like the street queen did a guy fieri look yeah, like but like if if i don't know if aquaria did that like aquaria dressed up as the fucking bubble yum duck once okay <laughs> like uh, like let's let's let maddie do guy fieri especially when it's that well done i also think like if you're the straight queen coming in as like guy fieri that is really funny yeah. like that i'm sorry like that is like that's pretty human it is and the details were so good like the the like you know um thick like hunter shades on the stick or whatever were that was so funny and such a she maddie morphosis has clearly studied how to do drag in a way that feels very like reverential to like the people who have actually built the art form and i do i do appreciate that i do so. i i have i have zero pro, I, for the record i um i think it's great that maddie's on the on the show i am yeah. like that's my that's my take on the discourse and um you don't have to agree with me but that's where i am i um however miss morphosis um i get that you're straight um that being said, I do, th- and I, I, I appreciate bringing something different to Drag Race in terms of a talent. I also am, am happy that um, she played the guitar versus Alyssa Hunter, who um, yeah. ha- held a guitar. Um, it just was boring. It was talented. Yeah. It was boring. No, it, yeah. it is a good talent. It's just like, yeah, they, they made a very good comment about like how she needed to play the camera a lot more with the actual like tricks portion of it. Yes. Um, the look was so bananas though to me. Like she looked like Ann Wilson from Heart, and I didn't understand like why that's a drag reference. I um I think what it could have um I think if you're gonna play like I, so I think where these types of performances fail is like Trixie on All Star Three, All Stars Three, and here where it's played completely sincerely. Like it was played very not to, it was played straight. 
sorry, I'm just, I'll, I'll say it. Um, yeah. It was played very straight, not in a heterosexual way, but just like there wasn't a, a joke. Yeah. You know? And and I think I think about like Thorgy Thor, like coming out, starting slow and then like being like, let's, like, let's Yeah, and technically and then, she was doing Sissy That Walk, though none of us would have yeah. known right, that, I, so. I, I think something like that is like what you have to do to sort of elevate it a little bit. Um, make it a little more fun for us and invite and I to use their words on the show invite us yeah um 100% I, um, yeah but I, I I thought I I'm I Maddie seems fine yeah I I think she'll be around for a bit too with the story angle of it so I, I the drag is intriguing enough that I'm excited to see more so everyone's face in the workroom that yeah and there are now seven other or six other queen yeah six other queens who are now going to find out this secret too Which is wild I can't wait the reaction is all Ooh. right um, last but definitely not least, Angeria Paris Van Michaels, the Southern Belle from ATL. Adore. Uh, love, love. One, one thing. When she was like, I grew up in the church and can sing, I was ready for like vocals. That was a lot of auto-tune. That yeah. was a lot of auto-tune. It was a lot of, uh, her song was not as good as Cornbread's was, no. but the performance was so, so good. good. Like so good. I don't even care. That is a, a fierce queen and a performer. That so, is pageant excellence. That last look was like, was such a good look. If you busted that out for the first runway, Ugh. what do you have next? Because that is the caliber of gun that people would use for like, a final one. Final runway, like this is my drag. Like she looked great. Yeah, uh, it's, she looked fantastic. Amazing talking head. Looked great. Very talented. Um, I was not gonna lie, a little disappointed in this group. I thought it was a little bit lower energy, and uh, except for Ingeria, Ingeria, and to an extent, Georges. Yeah, like Ingeria really stood out for me for the right reasons. Um, she definitely has it like there's this polish to her, you know, of yeah. like in a way that like is just very regal from her. And it's, it's, it's pageant. Like it's textbook pageant. classic. Like she is a premium pageant girl. And, and like, I love the pageant. Like you were mentioning earlier how much you love like the alternative queens who I love too, but like I adore like a dancing diva and pageant girl. Like two of my five favorite queens from Drag Race are Melissa Edwards right. and Kennedy Davenport. So, Kennedy. like, yes, I I love Kennedy Davenport. Who are the other three? Um, Katya, Alaska. Oh God, I'd have to think a little harder. Okay. Oh, Manila. Or no, no, Jujubee, 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 or Manila. One of those two. Jujubee. Um. Talk about GGB in a second. Um, oh yeah, I um I thought Andrea was uh, first of all her name is psycho in the best way of just yeah. like of just like I am rich I am a rich woman and is like giving you dynasty like like yeah. sort of just like ele- like campy elegance I thought she was great I um she's 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 to me the type of persona you love seeing on Drag Race because she seems so incredibly charming and positive but also so wickedly talented um i uh 
I, 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 I like it just every time she was on screen, I just was charmed. Yeah. She was easily the standout from this group. I doubt she'll, she'll go far for sure too. Um, yes. Who do you think, well, we've kind of touched on, but who do you think is going to win? Just based, it's early, but just based off of these two episodes. I think Cornbread. Cornbread. Yeah. I think it's Cornbread still is. Um, I, and I, I, I kind of hate when they walk it. Like, you knew the moment that they walked, that Bob walked in, Bob was going to win. Like, I, you kind of got the sense the moment Aquaria, like, walked in, she was going to win. Um, and sometimes the seasons can be a little, like, I also thought Evie was just so much more talented than anyone else on, the, on that season. Yeah. No offense to, like, that's not true. Talent is the wrong word. No, but, like, she pop, like, you could pop. tell that, you could just yeah. tell. Like, sometimes you just know, so. You just know. So, like, is it going to be fun to watch Cornbread win? You know, like yes, but it will probably be expected. Um, that being said, I I I I do think cornbread is the one to beat. Yeah, I I one hundred percent agree with you there. The personalities there, the I mean, just the talent is there. The looks, it's it, it's all clicking in a way that I think will carry her very very far. Also, but I, I, this is the rare season, though, that if you ask me who to pick finalists, I would have a tough time with, just because I think a lot of people had a very strong showing. I, I would bet Bosco makes it to the final. I have no yeah. idea. Bob, but, Bob, my, my initial inclination was Ingeria, Cornbread, Bosco, and I guess Willow probably, but like sometimes the weird queens don't go that far. Like I Willow, Willow could be there. Like I could see Deja going there if she really like polishes it up a little bit more. I think I could tell you who's gonna go home in the first part of the season. Um, but I don't think Pat. I think like to me, Injuria Cornbread and um, Bosco are gonna probably make it really far. Yeah. Um, if not three of the final four, but I probably couldn't tell you more than that. Yeah. Early out, I don't want to speculate too much on early outs because I like, I like, I don't want to be rude, but like, yeah, June and Camden definitely seem like that to me is a little low energy. Um, I can see one of Jasmine Kennedy or Georges also being kind of early out, depending if they don't want to keep like two dancing queen around, but like Jasmine was a villain. So maybe Georges is like a shocking early out. I also don't know what everyone's skill sets are. Like, I have no idea who yeah. can sell. I do have no idea who's funny. You know, so that is like, I have, I have a, like, I think, you know, it, but so it, it really just depends. We'll see um, with the ball next week. The ball next um, week. All right. So we have to wrap up this marathon, <laughs> this marathon episode, but I have one more game for you. Yes, let's do it. So we're going to play Tear the Community Apart. The rules are very simple. I've picked two songs and you're going to tell me which one is better. Right easy or not these are two 2016 songs from girl groups related to various international iterations of the x factor which song is better little mix shout out to my ex or fifth harmony work from home featuring ty dollar sign it's 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 shout out to my ex i'm sorry like okay work from home has has there's the Ty Dolla Sign rap in also in Work From Home just is going to take it down, just like just just like an octave. Um, okay. I uh, it didn't need it, and it like I think it's distracting to the rest, like and just takes you out of the rest of the song. Um, 
I I think Shout Out to My Ex is just a perfect pop song. Like to me, it is, it is, um, the the beat is, I mean, I know it's the same song. I thought you were going to do Shout Out to My Ex and Ugly Heart by GRL. Um, no, because that's just a copy of a copy. And that's, <laughs> and see, that's fun. the rub. Like, it is, um, I think it's, it, I'll be charitable and call Shout Out to My Ex a loose remake of Ugly <laughs> Heart by GRL. Um, and that I, is why I think Work From Home is better. I am um, not a Fifth Harmony fan. Okay. I resent the accusation that I am, but go on, <laughs> go on, please. And I, and I and I am a mixologist. Um, uh, I know that's not their actual fan name, but that's what I call their fan names. Like how I call Fox's fans, we're going to be called, we're part of the hen house, by the way, just make it, get, get that trending. Um, mm-hmm. I think Shout Out to My Ex is a song that showcases good vocals. It um, it's about a member of um, One Direction, um, which is great. Um, there, uh, I think the music video looks great um, versus Work From, like a Work From Home's music video is good too. And I know the whole- Oh, it's iconic. It's so good. It's yeah. so good because they're so horny all the time. Yeah. Um, the outfits like, in that video are insane too. Like everyone's in a, like the worst bodysuit you've ever seen and like Ty Dolla Sign has is in overalls like it's it's the best, the best part is when Ty Dolla Sign in overalls with like I think like a hammer it's, is walking by yeah they're all going down the stairs and then like start like, Fifth Harmony was is not known for I think they're like amazing like music video like <laughs> like <laughs> they don't have the performance ability, let's say, and that's no sense. Was, was it Kimmel that they did work from home at where they just were, they were like, they were hammering- Yeah, the, banging uh, the, the, the like hammering the side and the wheels <laughs> of like a tractor, or not a tractor, like a bulldozer. I, I, I just think Shout Out to My Axe is like, I don't, there's something about it when like, just like when there's something like a lot, a little more, um, uplifting I guess about it I don't know there's something like it always puts me in a good mood I always think about like Perry being like hot on that dead tree and like when Jesse has her like boots on with her like caftan like swimming yeah like like flowing behind her I just I love I love Little Mix if I were a woman I'd want to look like Leanne um yeah beautiful that is like, and I'm so excited. I think she's judging UK versus the world as well. Oh, really? Um, oh, good. Okay. Um, I I just I I don't know. There's something about that song that just like gets me going. Yeah. It will always put me in a good mood. Um, Ugly Heart will also put me in a good mood. Yes, it will. In almost in almost the exact same <laughs> way. Exact so. same way. <laughs> One time I was at the gym and I was it was like. Uh, they're both on my workout playlist, but Shuffle put them right next to each other, and I was just tickled. Yeah, um, it's like I, the Spider Man's pointing at each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Shout Out to Max. I think it's great. The acoustics, the acoustic version is great. Um, oh yeah, I love the acoustic version. There is also um, a YouTube video of um, Little Mix's entire journey on X Factor um, mm-hmm. somewhere on YouTube. I would, I think, like if you're if you're a girly um, and you love um, uh, Little Mix, I would listen to it. It's really good. You also realize how much Jade carried them through. X-Factor, yeah, which I think is an un, which is like 
the she's the unsung hero of Little Mix. She's definitely the glue. Like, I think my favorite my favorite member actually. Mine too, and also yeah. a huge Drag Race fan. Huge yeah. Drag Race fan. Um, do you want to? T- can I tell you about the time that I almost got a drink thrown at me because of Little Mix, though? Yes. Okay. How, where when how why I was, I was in new york um it was a few years back um and my friend took me to this bar i forget where it was um some gay bar in in down like i think in downtown manhattan like somewhere like uh, like anyways it didn't matter um so we're there and he's like introduces me to his friend right and his friend is the biggest my, my, my friend Calvin introduced me to this person as the biggest Bonnie McKee fan in the world. Mm-hmm. Which, like, okay. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> her only fan. <laughs> her so fan. Like, her yeah, fan. her fan. Her fan. Um, so, I, he, and so for some reason, I, like, rib him a little bit about being, a, about, like, the, like, you're a Bonnie McKee fan, right? And he, like, as a joke, like, kind of, like, whatever, he starts going off on me and he asked, and this is like a real question he asked me he goes well who do you stand which is like like someone normal just like to ask him well who are you sta-? no it was who are you standing these days which is like <laughs> psycho <laughs> objectively psycho like where is the electric chair like question like gay men need lobotomies perhaps um and i was like and for some reason i was like i think it glory days had just been had been released a few months ago and so i was like oh i, re- I really like little mix and he goes what is little mix bonnie mickey doesn't have and i went an album <laughs> and he- <laughs> well, you can't say that <laughs> i don't know why that was like my first thought and i love bonnie if you're watching if you're listening to this like i love you so much oh um, my god he i thought he was gonna throw a drink at me anyways he screamed left the bar um so oh my god <laughs> calvin i'm i'm sending a little white dove your way <laughs> a piece like, of look at piece how much drama you caused you caused so much drama <laughs> calvin sounds like um so uh, oh my god well yeah. i guess we're gonna have to if he ever wants to come on to talk bonnie mckee this the door <laughs> is open this is a, a beautiful safe space um Okay, so we do have to wrap things up. This was such a delight, though, Tyler. Always a delight. What? What? The, you're the. This is all stars. This is Crisis Twink All Stars. Three, one, two, three. I guess. Um, where can people find you on social media if you would like to be found? Slash, do you, is um, there anything you would like to promote? Uh. I, I, you can find me at, uh, at Tyler Genucci, uh, D-I-N-U-C-C-I on Twitter. Um, I, uh, my Instagram is at Danuch, uh, D-A-A-A, three A's, N-U-C-H. Um, I, I, uh, I do have some other things that I'm going to be dropping in the future, but I, those are to come. So please follow, Ooh. uh, to see all the new projects that I have. Upcoming. essentially he's saying watch this space watch this space <laughs> what I'm saying. you watch better do it space. you better you do better. it you better um thank you so much for having me drew yeah no problem um you can find me on twitter at fk pigs with a z on instagram at drew haskins with z's and as previously stated culture pig is now on instagram and or i'm sorry crisis twink is now on instagram and twitter at crisis twink pod so go give those a follow at your earliest convenience um 
wow what a moment and now it's over goodbye bye